0: dropping that knowledge on
1: me. I could not make this show.
0: With Kev Nash.
1: Oh, Hercules,
2: Hercules. And
0: DJ Killer Kev.
2: Uh-oh. Let me tell you boys, you can't make that shit up.
0: The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest stories <laughs> from the world of hip-hop. This
2: is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rose. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy.
0: This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs were the most incredible drunks I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make the show. I couldn't make this shit up. I I'm sad that I lacked the talent to make this shit up
2: here's kev nash dj killer kev we here we live you can't make this up podcast kev nash dj killer kev episode 141 before we get to all our topics because we got a lot of topics oh yeah we got an intern, bro. Yay. Our prayers were answered from the heavens. Yes. Less than 30 days. Too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Good luck. Qu- a quick hiring process. <laughs> right. <laughs> quick interview process. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the homie A. Dizzle. Is joining the squad. He's gonna be handling some videos for us. Yeah, he's gonna be holding us down with topics. So definitely appreciate that. It took and us uh, over
1: what two years to uh, realize that. Uh, yeah,
0: it's time to go a little. You know, yeah, give y'all a little, a little more. Bit.
2: Level up a little bit. Give y'all bit, a little man. more. So a hey, Dizzle, we appreciate it. Definitely so, appreciate all you, the brother. camera work that y'all gonna be seeing that's done by him. Make sure y'all reach out to him. Uh, what's your wacky? Uh, <laughs> AVG yet excellent on IG and Twitter. Yeah. And he can make them beats too, by the way. A DJ. Yeah, there, there you go, bro. There you go, Mister Entrepreneur. You know, you know he can't pay you, <laughs> <laughs> bro. How was the week, man? It was
1: busy. You know, I'm back to work. Quality working con- man. Quality control canvas in the building. <laughs> so, doing well, man. It's uh, it's been it's been fun. Uh, I've noticed, man. I haven't really, I haven't really had time for much. You know, I, I've, been work- I noticed. I've been working. I've been working. I've been, I've been just, you know, like giving some after hour time, but it's all for me, you know. It's all, it's all to better me and my situation. So it don't feel like work. It feel like I'm learning and I'm sponging it all up, man. So that's
2: dope. I'm having man. a good time. It's uh. It's funny you say you noticed that you didn't have time. I noticed that too. Did you? Because, like, normally when we have a dialogue via text or whatever, it's a boom, 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 boom situation. Yeah. Now it's a boom. <laughs> Five hours later, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I had to go back. I'm like, what was he talking
0: about? <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> or a situation, you know, you hanging out with the fan or whatever. Yeah. There's no there's no more posts of that because you out here getting this. Yeah, I'm out here working,
1: man. I'm, uh, it's it's it I it, the whole process has just been like damn I'm 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 back in it cause cause the kids you know I come home and like it's like one on one shoulder one on one leg one on my neck the wife saying come here like hold on everybody I just got home let me go <laughs> the champ is here let me go run through my normal uh you know bathroom process and, and unwind real quick so. I'm just noticing out that, that you know life is changing and uh, it's, for, it's for the good.
2: So, yeah, man, so it's, uh, it's a good feeling. As for me for this week, everything's smooth sailing. Uh, the sister came down. The nephew nice. came to town. Yeah, and uh, uh, am Kevin the building. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's always whenever I'm around the nephew, I always have appreciation for y'all parent folks. Yeah. <laughs> man. You have three. Yeah, I have a nephew. He's Three and a half. Yeah, it would be four in May. Okay. And just for the, I don't know, about 10 hours we (laughs) were together. It probably wasn't even full 10 hours because I had to work on Saturday. And uh, just that time frame, I was gassed. Yeah. Gassed. I know you had some cartoon
1: and cereal. Don't stop
2: moving. (laughs) You know, we went out for lunch. Yeah. Came back. Was trying to play some video games with him. Some little Mario Brothers. You know, he knows his right from his left, but he don't get understand the whole concept of you gotta jump over these dudes. Yeah. <laughs> so instead of hitting the button to jump, he's jumping himself. <laughs> so I'm thinking like,
0: man, like you literally
2: have to teach these little people everything. Oh yeah. He's it, 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 like, jump, it, jump, it, telling it, me what to do. I'm like, dude, so you have to do it. He's just holding the controller, like, jump. Yeah. No, you control and it. And it, it's bro. not,
1: it's not one week and a test on Friday and we move on. It's a yeah. you know, you teaching them. You know, one, two, three, four, five, six for about three, four, five,
2: six, seven, eight months. You know? Yeah, man. Uh the sister took a power nap. Wife was trying to take a power nap. I was like, all right, it's nap time for everybody. He's like, nah, bruh. Yeah. It's party time. So I'm I got him distracted with a little bit of Spider-Man. Nice. Was able to do that. Unless you all got forward, him under man. your wing on that, huh? Yeah, man. He's a Spider-Man <laughs> professional now, man. He's down with the squad, man. It's always good hanging out with the young nephew. Nice. Other than that, man, same old, same old working. Realized it was a uh, St. Patrick's Day like yesterday. I realized on the way in. <laughs> Truthfully, so no green beers last night. Nope, I brought my green Masters cup.
1: That's all I got. That's all I got. I was uh, I was with the fam. We uh, getting ready for. Uh, well, my kid was gone all week for camp. Mm-hmm. So my uh, my middle child had a 10th birthday this past week. <laughs> so <laughs> so we uh, birthdayed it up Tuesday, and then the, the uh, oldest was gone for Tuesday through Friday. So. She had her first couple of days away from everybody. Act like she didn't miss us. You know how that goes. Yeah. We're too cool for school. So it was a busy week, though, but uh we got a lot of content to get into. Yeah, let's get into it, bro. Yeah. First up, we got uh we gotta talk about Russ.
2: Russ. Russ. Russ stay in the news.
1: Yeah, Russ was in uh Utah with the Mormons and uh had a little controversy.
2: Yeah, man. Um this dates back a long time, man. I can remember when uh Jordan hit the shot over byron russell and i remember a quote that he said after the game was like we didn't want to come back to utah because utah has the craziest fans in the nba y'all make it real hard on everybody Mm -hmm. and then i remember back in the carlos boozer days of the jazz i remember the denver nuggets playing there and i remember kenya mark barking at a fan so every so often People have stories about Utah and their fan base just being rabid or whatever, just being insane. Mm-hmm. But uh, nothing to this level. Yeah, this nothing got, to this level. This got a
1: little more, uh, a little more personal. Yeah, it was a video, of course, and it was reported that a altercation between Russ while he's sitting on the bench and a uh, husband and wife duo. <laughs>
2: Tag team yeah. back again.
1: They uh, apparently told him to. Uh, Get down on your knees like you used to. Yikes! And uh, that uh, that that sent young young Russ onto a uh, a level of i uh, I'll fuck you up, you and your
2: wife. And, yeah, uh, man. Anybody can this, get it. <laughs> When a dude says, "I put that on everything I love," <laughs> yeah, you better be careful. Yeah, because he's willing to risk it all. Yeah, shit just got real. <laughs> shit got <laughs> super real. So that fan got banned for life. Yeah. Then a couple days later, one of the owners of the Utah Jazz came out and had a little speech before the game, yeah. talking about this is a female zero. too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So they nip it in the bud. Then later, another fan got suspended for life because he called Russell Westbrook "boy." Yeah, not in man. That boy, good. Right, that's my boy. <laughs> Go sit down, boy. Yeah, one of those. Right. So I'm glad the NBA is handling it like this. It's a situation where we always see the NFL fumbling things. You know what I'm saying? They don't know how to handle misconduct with the players. There's always beef between the players and the ownership. It seems like in the NBA, there's more unity and more – like, hey, man, we're willing to work together as yeah. opposed to y'all work for us and y'all do what we say. Let's keep getting this money.
1: The NBA's not playing with, with there because the, even that uh – wasn't it the Clippers owner? Yeah, or, or, Donald Sterling. Yeah, some of them – one of them got told something and he banned somebody. Like, it was it was a couple other incidents that Made not – sell the
2: team. Yeah. As for the Donald Sterling thing, I was talking to my homeboy, Kelly, when that whole situation went down. He was, and me and him have these conversations all the time about how – what do you do? Yeah. Okay, you make Donald Sterling sell his team. Is that really punishment? Right. You just made him a billionaire more billions of right. dollars because you made him sell the team. We, 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 we probably could dig and find how much he spent. Yeah.
1: And I'm sure he had profit
2: yeah, in what he sold. Yeah, he had what a he hell sold, of a profit. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> one, he's old as hell. Yeah. So, it really don't matter because he's going to kill over anyway. So, you just made more millions for his family in the long run so by losing so you don't what do you do what do you do what can you possibly do to a billionaire to punish them kick them out of your exclusive club okay you'll give them I'm selling my team for a billion dollars cool
1: only thing I can think of is on to the next check embarrassment you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's cause like you say you, you can't touch them no other way you can't really half these guys are smart enough to if they got billions they done put millions somewhere that can't be touched you know so Take their money if you want to. I'm sure they ain't broke.
2: <laughs> do you agree with the fine that Russ got?
1: Man, I don't because you people take sports so deep, you know. Fair. And and with the sport like the NBA, where you know you can literally touch knees with the next NBA player if you pay for that ticket. You know, you can be sitting front row, mm-hmm. right by the coaches, right by the you know the players. You can say what you want. You can do what you want and there's no real there's, there's a 50 year old retired officer that's that's wearing a suit now that's supposed to be security you know yeah, there's yeah. eight of them for 30,000 people you know like yeah. i don't really feel like they get the best comfort when it when when they in these situations and then on top of all that it's a man and a man you know so a lot like a lot of these fines i'm not a fan of because i i'm such a fan of sports and the emotional side of it like mm-hmm. Like you can't expect me to, you know, I'm 20 and 10, just got two blocks, and now you know something happened, and I'm fired up. You can't expect me to be like, <clears throat> excuse me, sir, I would not like for you to touch me anymore. That kind of hurt, you know. <laughs> like you know, saying There's gonna be emotion involved, and we we talking, we like their athletic ability, but you gotta take some of that too, because that's how they get charged up, maybe to perform. So it's a lot of things that I don't like about the fine system,
2: man. I believe he should have been fined. Do you? Because. You can't verbally attack the fans. They can verbally attack you? Yes. Yes, they can. Mm. They can't take it to that level, obviously, but they do pay a ticket. I think a fan should be allowed to boo. I think the fans should be, you suck, LeBron, you suck, Kobe, whoever. You suck, you suck, boo, 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 all that good stuff. When you take it to a personal level and take it to a level of you know, get on your knees like you used to. Yeah. Uh, go pick cotton. Those What's type like, of what things. What that one shit
1: say, LeBron, when he's leaving the
2: court. That one. Oh, you fucking pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like that. That shit is like yeah. next level. Yeah. But you can't, cause y'all, you first thing you think about, especially with Russ being such an intense player, is the malice at the palace. Yeah. You can't have that as a league ever again. Yeah. So you got to invoke something because nothing. The only thing that players care about is playing and money. Mm-hmm. Do I think he should have been suspended for it? No. Yeah. But the only other recourse he has is to find him. Yeah. Talk to him like, look, we can't do this because X, Y, and Z. You, he say the wrong thing, you get pissed off, you go beat his ass, then it's a wrap. Yeah. The whole the whole King <laughs> Kabula is over. It's already... They can't
1: have another. They've already had one Yeah, it's tons, of, it's
2: tons of sponsors that sponsor the NBA basically a league full of black kids mm-hmm. that Fork over a lot of money. You don't want that image that you had like in the early 2000s. True. With the baggy clothes. True. Iverson with the cornrows. <laughs> like, you don't want that image for your league again. So, you have to do something as the commissioner, a- Adam Silver, to find him. Now, it's funny because Russ just picked up his 16th technical last night. Yeah. So, now he he's definitely suspended for a game.
1: Yeah. And I was going to ask you do you now, do you agree that Quentin or uh, Jeremy Grant should get the same fine as Russ Westbrook? You know, they both, they both. If, if, if we're gonna have a fine system in place, and we all got tiers of income like other businesses, mm-hmm. you know, does the owner of a company get fined the same amount as the has, you know, a, a hardworking employee? So I, maybe, like I look at it too, like football. You know, we we know guys that from our area that have made it to the league. Mm-hmm. They wealthy. Yeah, we know guys that maybe we admire that are rich. Yeah, you know, so it's like. Do the should should the fines be just, you know, standard across the board or should we have some tiers to because we, we got we got tiers standard, of income. Standard
2: so. across the board. I mean, you commit uh, the crime an eighty five dollar speeding ticket <laughs> is an eighty five dollar <laughs> speed ticket for the for you or the next man. So I think yeah. it should just all be the same, man. Yeah. It's a crazy situation, man. You gotta do something about something about and, it, man.
1: And Utah's image is not great as far um, as uh they, you know, they got a couple of quote unquote token jigaboos on the squad, but it's <laughs> but they got, you know, they got the the Haywards and the Corvers and the and the Ingles and it just, you know, they kind of building something in Utah that's different than other teams, you know?
2: <laughs> and then you got sensitive owners like James Dolan that owns the Knicks banning fans for telling him to sell the team. Yeah. See those are was, things yeah, yeah, yeah. those are things fans can say. That's not that's not attacking you. That's right. not you know what I'm saying? Verbal abuse. Right. That's a fan that's, pissed off. That's the that. eight dollars they spent for that ticket. That's yeah. what that's you
1: know, that come with that.
2: Yeah, that's that's a fan frustrated about how you run the team. I was actually I was talking to A. Dizzle about this, about KD going to the Knicks. Mm-hmm. And I tried to explain to him the Knicks ain't won a championship since nineteen seventy three. Yeah. The Knicks ain't been good since like nineteen ninety five. Yeah. James Dolan's the worst owner owner in sports. Why on earth would you go there? And this is another clear example why you should not go play for the Knicks. Yeah. Sorry, TJ. Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Knicks is kind of like Knicks is trash, yeah, bro. Yeah.
1: They kind of they they just got a great market, you know. They, yeah. You, it's you, NYC. You want to go put on some suits and be on a billboard and uh, be shown on seven days a week? It's a good place for you. To I'm gonna say
2: it like this: a dude that want to play in New York, the team to go to is the Nets. Yeah. The team to yeah. go to is the Nets. I agree. That dude with the fro that be blocking everything left and <laughs> right. He's an animal <laughs> yeah. out there, dog. Yeah. I love yeah. his game, he dude. Is. Jared Allen, I think. He yeah, has. yeah. There yeah. you go. There yeah. you go. But um, what else we got on here? It's uh something going on in the NFL. Yeah, with a certain team in our division. Yeah, the AFC North. The Browns. Do is- we have? Do the Bengals and the Steelers have problems? Because the Browns. No. Are the Browns here? Let's not forget that twenty-five jersey
1: picture of the Browns quarterbacks in the last 20, 20 something <laughs> years now. 15, 20 years. So at what at some point a team like that gotta say, now it's time. Enough is enough. If we don't do it now, we'll never do it. You know, and I kind of commend them on it. I, I I am excited to see an offense from our division be be kind of, you know a threat cuz we our division kind of got this toughness and like it's like stars and scrubs you know it's mm-hmm. like we we always have one or two dogs and one or two like eh, expected you know something like that so the Browns going to their offense is going to have power their defense is playing well can they put it together
2: so at quarterback they got Baker Mayfield right at wide receiver they got Callaway yeah God they boy. got Landry Jones. They mm. just picked up Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. Tight end David Njoku. Yeah. Running back Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt suspended for eight games. See you by in the December. <laughs> <laughs> but that goes back to what I was saying about what you should do. Yeah. Okay. So Kareem Hunt, Um, video of him kicking a woman. So now he's suspended for eight games. Yeah. But you're suspending him, but. Ultimately, you're doing the Browns a favor. Yeah. Because now, halfway through the season, Nick Chubb has been banged up for Mm -hmm. eight games. Now, boom, we drop in a brand new, fresh pro ball running back. (laughs) Yeah. And (laughs) you're doing, like, it's a, it's,
1: the Chiefs are themselves a favor because they got rid of him as soon as that, you know, news kind of broke in the sense of he got to go. We can't, we can't have this all over our head going into the playoffs.
2: You know, I said it on this here podcast. Dumb move, dumb move. Should have yeah. just suspended him indefinitely. Yeah, I agree. And then once the NFL came down with their punishment, say they was gonna suspend him for a year, then you cut him. Yeah. But now, now you're without him, and now you leave a team like the Browns just with scoop him up an
1: opportunity of if you double Landry, if you double OBJ, we got running backs and tight ends sneaking out the backfield. If you put seven, eight in the box. We got dog receivers. Yeah. Like, you got to play us straight up now. Man on man. For sure. And if you don't, we should be able to find a hole
2: because they got athletes. But I will say this. They are the goddamn Browns. Big facts. Say it. They are the Browns. <laughs> I've seen this story before. Yes. It's been, I don't know how long since they had a good winning record, winning season. Mm-hmm. Championships are not won on paper. Mm-hmm. Championships are won on the field. Baker and OBJ will be getting into a fight. Oh, I'm, you
1: calling I'm it? i calling it. Emotions are gonna run high when it's four and when they four and you know three and five and, and they hunt come back because you know, they gotta put all this together. You they know? gotta put it together. They gotta I mean, it together. you know,
2: I have uh, family members, yeah. aka the wife, <laughs> sister, father-in-law, who are Browns fans. My old man's a Browns fan. I hollered at him. He was like. And I, I, that's why, that's why my pops is my dude. He kept it real. He was like, "On paper, we great. Yeah, I wait to see before I buy my season tickets. Yeah." He got he got money in his pocket ready to drop. He's yeah. like, I'm a, I gotta see a season first before I start dropping money on these tickets. Well, but see he, like, he gonna see, see
1: three, four games, and if it's if it's three, four and no
2: Yeah, he ain't gonna be out of way I know my <laughs> pops the impulse buyer, man. They gonna be undefeated in the preseason. He gonna drop that bag. Right. <laughs> my stepmom gonna be going crazy.
1: <laughs> I really I I'm really I really am excited to see them attempt this because
2: it's, I ain't excited.
0: Well,
1: Talk to them Nix. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, y'all y'all, y'all took a blow. Mm-hmm. Y'all took a blow this off season. Mm-hmm. Um, Bengals is just being Bengals, you know, just riding away. What have y'all done? Got in a young coach. Oh, cool. old, old quarterback coach, you know the you know the you know, the, you, know the, you know the NFL's phrase, one guy can do it, the other 10 that we hire should be able to do it too. So just because a young guy is uh, leading the Chargers to success, Everybody on his staff getting hired. So
2: yeah, I saw that. Yeah.
1: So so
2: as for the Steelers, um, people that ain't been keeping up with the black and yellow, um, lost our Pro Bowl running back. A blonde, blonde mustache. A B gone. A B has taken his talents to the Bay. We have traded the, the best receiver in football to the Raiders, to the Raiders for a third and a fifth round pick. Mm. I ain't gonna front. I'm not happy. As you shouldn't be. I'm not happy at all. That's like
1: literally theft, in the sense of Fuck. you have a guy that in anybody's list is in the top four on anybody's list for any reason, and you got in return, you know,
2: one possible starter. So some somebody from
1: you know mid little pack Big Ten in a in a Mississippi Valley blind man you know, <laughs> right? Like we said before,
2: A. <laughs> B. controlled the cards. Everything was in his favor because all he had to do was say, "I ain't going there." Yeah, and so it left That's what the he Steelers did to, the, uh, bills. to the Bills. So it left the Steelers really holding the bag. And you know, the whole Le'Veon Bell situation when he was sitting out, I was cool with. It. I was like, "All right, man, I understand, man. You gotta get your money. You don't." You don't want to sign this contract one year, fourteen million dollars. You want to sign a contract that gives you fifteen million dollars per season, yeah, and it's guaranteed. And the Steelers not willing to do that. I got you, but to see the best receiver in the game yeah. walk out the door, basically for peanuts, yeah, with, it, it, it's a, it's tough. It's he, tough. He to left deal with it. the cards, yeah. And I mean, I understand we got Ben, your Hall of Fame quarterback, but. It's still rough seeing him walk out the building. Yeah. So, Juju, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> brother. Juju, it's on you. It's on you, baby. It's <laughs> on you. Now, mm. now that, that that rolling coverage is going to be on you. Yeah. It's all about you, bro. And Mr. Le'Veon Bell with the Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets,
1: Jets, so, Jets. Good luck with that, Le'Veon. Huh? Good luck what? with that. That was a what, four-year deal. Yeah. Mm. But
2: I think the Steelers get a, a pick for that. For that some yeah. type of uh, wacky rule that they got going on with the NFL. Also to
1: just to uh, go back one for one second, OBJ I read this was this morning or last night that the 49ers were trying to get him, but they wouldn't come off that second pick.
2: Oh, I'd have came up off that. Yeah. I'd have came off that with the heart heartbeat. Easy. I'd if I steals, I'd have gave him a first round pick I don't give a shit. <laughs> so that, we need to replace That just shows you kind
1: of what the Steelers missed out on. You know? Yeah, man. They missed out on a, uh, you know, first round quality
2: top should be five to pick for a player that kind of just dogged y'all out. You know? Yeah, man. Not not a good look. You know, I was thinking about something while I was driving in to tape the pod, man. I don't even know how it popped up in my head. What are five songs you do a lot of D- DJ a lot of weddings? Yeah. What are five songs That are must play at any wedding No matter if it's a quote unquote white wedding Yeah Quote unquote black wedding
0: Okay Quote Um, unquote gay wedding Yeah
2: Whatever You Five songs you get off at every single wedding
1: Five songs that I get off at every wedding I'm gonna say I definitely can play You know the Wobble Mm. That's universal I'm not gonna go all line dances But (laughs) wobble slash line dances Okay Um, I will say Montel Jordan, this is how we do it. (laughs)
2: That
1: always works. Um, I'm going to say, I'm actually going to say Bruno Mars. um, Okay. 24K. That's a, you know, that's a song that gets people up at anything I've done. Um, and then I'm going to probably get the old school, like Stevie. Um, Mm. I, I can play, uh, Every, so this is something that I don't really talk about, but I've been DJing 11 years, and we all know DJ peasy one of our avid listeners, is uh, my Mr. Miyagi in that, in that world. He's Facts. took me under his what wing. What up, O? Oh. And one thing that I can remember early, early on, because I hated weddings. I would go with him. I went with him to a couple gigs like that just to see him do it, or maybe it was at a wedding or any wedding he was doing. And he played Do I Do, Stevie Wonder, as the first song after they announced the wedding party and dinner kind of flowed. Mm-hmm. And it left a up tempo kind of vibe that I enjoyed. So I, I I took that from him and every wedding I do, if we go back on record, I can prove it. Every wedding I do, the first song I play at dinner is Do I Do. It's mm-hmm. my first song. Kind of like my makes me, you know, I feel better about the night. I got my song in. I'm, I think I only had one divorce in the 11 years. I've been doing these <laughs> weddings, so it's kind of one of those things that I'm like, I play do I do? Y'all should be good now. So you've been blessed. Yeah, that's that. That's one. And then I'm gonna say for last, um, black eyed peas. Really? Yeah.
2: Get it started. Yeah.
1: It, that I'm a be. You know, it, they got about three or four of them that you know that and like shots. Still, I still play shots. Oh, LMFAO. Uh, you know. Fourth quarter of a wedding, you start playing shots, <laughs> everybody
2: happy. So. so what do all those songs have in common in your opinion? Uptempo.
1: I think they I think I think people, the way music goes, you know, low BPM songs are kind of the majority in the sense of like new rap, mm-hmm. new R and B. We ain't really got a hundred and ten, you know, uh CNC music factory type of stuff going on in music. So when when we go to Uptempo music, for me, I notice people are more being silly, or yeah. you know, the old man that didn't pull his pants up to show his socks is out here doing his thing, and you know, it just it gets people up to my music, gets people in a different spirit. Yeah. And for for me, the, I search for those 90, 100, 110 BPM songs that you know the the Timberlakes and the the even kill songs because those those keep people at you know at dinner or when they're in a they seats. They keep them talking and moving versus talking and yawning. Right. (laughs) So I find Uptimple songs to be the best. Okay,
2: okay. So there's a tour coming to Cincinnati. It's on the same – I'm going to say it. It's on the same level for this generation as – the Bad Boy Reunion Tour was for our generation. Mm, Though yeah. I was unable to make it to the Bad Boy Reunion Tour, I know a couple people that were I able see, to make it to the Bad Boy Reunion Tour.
1: I, I, I could probably see you a good twenty-seven minutes of cell phone footage if you want to. You want to sit back one day and the just, stress, the yeah, stress. DMX. But it's the
2: B2K <laughs> Millennial Tour, right? Yeah. The Woo! reunion tour of B2K. I don't uh, know them 29 year olds is loving it, loving it. A pretty Ricky, <laughs> uh, Lloyd, yeah, Bobby V, uh, Yin Yang is on there. Who mm. else on there? Um, um, Mario. Mario. Yep, there. yep, yep. Now braid
1: my hair.
2: <laughs> now, <laughs> the, out of those groups on there, who was you rocking with back in those days? Who who was getting spun? Without a doubt it had to be Yin Yang. Yin Yang and his dang. Yin
1: Yang was uh back to that up conversation. When I was, you know, military 0105 you know, that time frame, you know, I can remember like little John being the bad boy of music in the sense of like, what is he doing or what is all this, you know, raunchiness? It was just it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like it is
2: now. And uh I mean the Yin Yang twins had a song. Wait till you see my oh Yeah. He had a line. He said, make that pussy fart. Yeah. He had said that on the record. <laughs> yeah. Early on, too. Yeah. Number one song <laughs> in the country. God damn.
1: I mean, they, Ying Yang was, uh, like, I can remember, like, you know, the, the Jersey do-rag under your hat time frame I can remember uh
2: Dude, you know matching the you had shirt a,
1: you had to throw on a, a Sean John polo or a Nietzsche shirt to to get in and I would come out the club and the whole back of my shirt cuz I done fail full time doing too much you know like we was partying like that so that was a turn up but I remember Yin Yang, Yang was probably probably you know them and I I'm even going to say like I Bobby v at Club Cream used to go Bobby B, Bob, been yeah. I mean. Bobby B has some hits for the Club Cream, Club Rain Day. So, okay, yeah. Okay. But I, I'm still not. I'm, this touring for me, man. I'm not.
2: Yeah, name our way. Yeah,
1: I'm my uh, my wife's sister. She's uh, 29. Uh, she heard news of this. Her and her girls was on it. Like, you know, we got a command center. We looking for the best tickets, the best <laughs> hotels, the best. You know, where we going? Girls trip. Like they went all in and uh, they decided to go. Me, I'm like, yeah. You know, Pretty Ricky was, you know, 05. I can remember lying and say I played for Old State when I came home from the Army with these <laughs> girls up in Akron. You know, that was a Pretty Ricky uh, weekend. I can remember that being the soundtrack. They had some hits. I'm just not... Not for me.
2: So the guy, Raz B from B2K. <laughs> yeah. He's always kind of like been the black sheep of the crew. The problem child, yeah, yeah. Um, because he... Always alleges that their former manager Chris Stokes touched him as a kid. Yeah, and said he touched them all. Now, if I'm in a group with a dude and he keeps saying that we we were touched <laughs> by this dude, yeah, I don't know if I could go on tour with this dude. One, if it if it ain't true, and you just keep on saying it, it's like, bruh, stop right. saying this. it. Didn't happen. Right, it didn't happen to me at least. Right, stop talking about this or. Yo, man, you obviously need some help. If he did touch you, go get that help. Yeah, because
1: you're messing with the money. Yeah, and we are trying to get this money.
2: Because let's not forget, man. The only one still relevant was Amarion. Yeah, the rest of them were in limbo. Mm-hmm. Rat no. And Amarion's
1: did. irrelevance was, you know, it was he was he was touring. Yeah, overseas. I can remember uh, DJ Kemp. Uh, shout to him. He uh, tagged on to a few of those tours. I think there was like in Africa and yeah. London. You know,
2: those type of, you know, bags. Bag. Definitely bags. So, yeah. And then Fizz doing Love & Hip Hop. Went that Love & Hip Hop mm-hmm. range. But the other dudes, I mean. they auto shop. Them. You know what I'm saying? Like that, they, they under wraps. <laughs> so, if I'm one of the other dudes or if i'm just getting a love and hip-hop reality show check i'm like bro you got to shut the fuck up yeah (laughs) or hey let's go get you this counseling right so we can get this bag or let's do whatever we got to do to keep this show going on because this could be it yeah once you start doing reunion shows that's when you know people need money yeah because if you know about rock and roll music Aerosmith breaks up all the time. And then, yeah. we, all right, we're back together. Are right, we're getting the full original Aerosmith back right, together. Right, Or we bringing in so-and-so to play the drums because so-and-so don't want to come back. Then when so-and-so come back, we do another one. Yeah. So these reunion, yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's multiple groups of the Temptations. It's the original temptation is mm-hmm. and it's the Temptations. It's yeah. like they're broken up. Right. So when they come back together as the Temptations, it's a huge deal. Yeah. So cats need the bread. Yeah. I mean, when the last time you heard a new Yin Yang Twin song? Yeah, not. if I did, it wasn't relevant. It was on my record pool that I just you know scanned
1: through, wait for the buzz that never comes, you know.
2: Out of all those dudes that's on this tour, only dudes that I heard music from recently are Mario and Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Lloyd, joined his album is all right, though. He's yeah. Yeah. got a nice little project, but uh. I won't be in attendance of the show. You no. won't be in attendance no. of the show. But somebody will. Yeah. Hey, Dizzle, jump on the mic, bruh. Yeah. Jump on the mic. So uh, go to that one
0: over there. What's cracking, man? Yeah. So uh, you going to the show? This is my time, though. This is my era. Yeah. I grew up on the basement parties throwing that pretty Ricky grind on me, and you getting lap dances. <laughs> yeah. you, you getting lap dances. So yeah. this is my time. Yeah,
2: I was <laughs> hollering at the homie Steph, and he was like, yeah, like, he he really didn't grow up on
0: secular music, because, you know what I'm saying, his family is involved in the ministry or whatever. I, but- I'm I'm the basement party. I used to throw the joints. My mom was cool with it. What? She was one that never came down to check on us yeah. and shit, so and I had the CDs going. I wasn't a DJing at the time, so I just had a whole bunch of CDs, about 20 songs, GCD, wrote down... The playlist, yeah. so I know where CD was gonna be playing the slow jams. Timed it out to where this shit was gonna be playing at the right time. <laughs> at least five pretty ricky joints. <laughs> no, that
1: was the process to like make your mix and put some thought into it. Like they are gonna be 45 minutes late. We yeah. put these four or five songs put the, up front. Put the
0: songs put a little mid- early. Six through eleven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so. uh, you going to the show because wifey though? I, I wasn't trying to go because I already know what it's about to be. The clip came out of Spectacular doing the little flips and dips with the girl, air thrusting and shit. Uh-huh. So she literally hit me up, like, yo, she tagged me in it and was like, we gotta go. Yeah. See what you can do, because we gotta go. We're gonna get the tickets regardless, but let's go. See, wow. see, Juju being a little younger than me, I've already
1: had that experience, but I had it young with a girlfriend. I took to the immature concert at Memorial Hall. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I forget their names, but. One of them was still on the speaker and literally decided to wear boxers and hip thrusts for five minutes. <laughs> and, and all these 15 year olds is losing their mind. Yeah. And my girl is one of them. And I'm like, I'm never doing this again. So now we go to concert. I got to fill you out.
0: Like, how excited are you?
1: <laughs> you got to make sure you just want to go. You and know, this is <laughs> a whole
0: like time period though, because you know, they. Trying to bring out the jersey dresses. Yeah. Baby fat coming back, so. It's the return, mm. man. The clear Air Force Ones. Negative.
2: Go give me some Reebok Negative. classics out. Negative. <laughs> Negative. No, never had the clear Air Force Ones. Never will. You know, the clear Air Force Ones, they used to sell them at uh, like TNT Fashion. Yeah. Negative. <laughs> like, why are you wearing clear shoes? <laughs> even back then, I was like, "That's weird." Yeah. And your feet start
0: sweating. It get <laughs> cloudy. Uh, yikes! Uh, yikes. You had dirt, dirty... No,
2: no, okay. no. Just making, sure. <laughs> Just making sure. Just making they, they sure. Just
1: making sure. They even got a uh, people from our era doing the tour, don't they? Yes. Nelly, yes. uh, Flow Rider, and TLC.
2: Well, we could uh, until you said Flow Rider. I'm so straight. Yeah. I'm so straight on some Flow Rider. They, they gotta got have Nelly? somebody opening. Yeah, yeah, you definitely. Think, and
1: they're gonna be flow though. You think gonna be flow? It gotta be. <laughs> what? I, I think they're gonna have somebody else, like, you know, high five. You know, <laughs> it's gonna be some random person because
2: Flow Rider. Come on, man.
1: Now, depending on what they, t- what markets they're hitting, Come if they hitting on, these man. car shows, Flow Rider
2: gonna be right up there with C- Nelly. No way. In these car shows, no way. For this pop. Mr. Air Force Ones himself for for us. Mr. Grills himself for us. Come on, man. South by Southwest. I don't know. Come on, Flo Rida get
1: love too. Why? That, that, that's that's <laughs> that's the real question. That's the real question. <laughs> Why? How how did this transformation happen with Flo Come on, man. He we, didn't
2: secure the bag with them, but we know Nelly's the headliner of that show. Come on, man. <laughs> okay. We'll see. Really?
1: I don't know. I, I mean, I, I would I would hope he is, but Flowrider and these whites get along. <laughs> we gon we're just gonna say it like that. We're gonna say it like that.
2: That's a direct quote. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna say it like that.
1: They get along and and uh they I've 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 done some like white events where I thought Nelly was okay and they'd rather hear Flowrider. Let's put it like that. Come on, man. So, yeah, is that I'm telling you. Man, Flo- Nelly got hit records with Garth Brooks, man. He do. And Flo Rider been messing with the Whites for 11 years solid.
2: <laughs> keep saying the Whites. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that. You can get away with Half that. of me is offended, <laughs> I guess. <huh? laughs> Over TLC. TLC, bruh. So, uh, Creek. They'll probably get, yeah. the, they'll probably get the, you know. Be, they probably don't
1: want to close. They ain't close. Yeah, they will. They got that. That required 15 more minutes that they probably not had the energy for. They health concerns and. and Chili,
2: good. She doing it, Dolo? (laughs) Shit. When I seen (laughs) him at the phrase, she was basically. (laughs) T was like, I ain't doing none of that shit. None of that shit no more. I'm going to just be right here singing. (laughs) Like, you basically, Chili, a glorified dancer now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I can see that. Speaking of health, man. Yeah. Whack Arnold's, McDonald's, McDonald's. Is it McDonald's or McDonald's? Mick. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, why older people say McDonald's? It's Mick. Yeah. McDonald's, man. It, it anyway, It is. they're trying to be healthy. Are they? Vegan options at McDonald's. Fast food vegan? That don't even sound right Not at all.
1: I've never even really had vegan food, but fast food vegan don't sound the way to go.
2: Not at all. So, boo that man, RDP. He's vegetarian. Okay. So, he hits me with stuff all the time about being vegetarian, how much better he feels, and, you know, the slaughtering the animals and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up to you, bro. Yeah. But another person we had on the pod, our boy Jimmy Mack. Yeah. He's full-fledged vegan. Really? Full-fledged all the way down with the get down. <laughs> no dairy, no meat. If it ain't grown from the ground... He don't eat it. Wow. So I can only imagine what he would say about vegan options at McDonald's. <laughs> Anything that comes from McDonald's ain't good for you. Right. Like, I, you ever seen that documentary? It's called yes. Super Size Me. Yes. Yes.
1: Where the dude ate it for like a year straight or something yeah. and, and and gained like a enormous amount of weight, 100 yeah. pounds. Yeah,
2: B- blood sugar was all jacked up. Yeah. Now, I want to see somebody that's a vegan do a documentary to go eat, only eat vegan food at McDonald's for six months. Yeah. And I want to see how their body reacts to it. Processed vegan. Processed
1: vegan. Yeah.
2: That just don't even make any sense. Now, Now, it's almost like veganism is almost like a religion now, but... I don't knock it. If that's what you want to do and that's how you live and it makes you feel better, there's no doubt in my mind that that's probably a healthier way to live. Of course. The doubt in my mind is that bill. (laughs) How much does it cost to eat just from the ground? Yeah, man. I mean, fresh fruits is You better have some farmers on deck. Yeah, like (laughs) we only have farmers markets, what, in Ohio from, what, June until October? And I freak with them because they got, you know, to get fresh produce like that, it's a.
1: It is a good feeling, and you do feel better at when you are eating it. Yeah. But but, like you say, to to make that a lifestyle and make that a you know I got I got five mouths to feed and a sister in I mean a, yeah a sister in law and a nephew, seven of us so if like like right now they trying to die it a little bit mm. so if one person made that decision the whole house got to kind of go with it right because yeah. we ain't we ain't balling to have a vegan spot in the fridge <laughs> and a in and in a, and a, and a kid spot in the fridge right. so some of these some of these dinners have changed and now my kids is like I don't want to eat this and then, you know so we're dealing with that right now so it, it ain't cost effective for us to kind of make those decisions right so that's one that I think about is just the the, the cost of it because I'm sure it's, uh, you know, we've all had Roman Noodle Weeks. There ain't no ramen Noodle Weeks in the vegan world.
2: At all. Not with all that damn sodium. Exactly. Like, it, like, eating healthy is not only a lifestyle change, but like you said, a super expensive change. Yeah. Because, you know, all right, you go to the grocery store, you spend, I, don't, I mean, our bill, Probably ain't got nothing on y'all bill. Yeah, we are two every time. See, we like about 80 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) It's just two of us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So an extra bag of uh, apples and bananas ain't nothing. All right, well, we spent 85 bucks this week. Right. whoop de doo But if you try to take a whole lifestyle change, and that is true. Yeah. That is very true what you said about if one person is trying to do it and the other person ain't. Because I try to make healthier decisions or whatever, Mm -hmm. but... My wife be like, oh, I'm about to get this bag of Grippos. They don't sell for $1.50. <laughs> so, like, it's a bag of Grippos in the cabinet. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. Like, keep opening up this cabinet and see them bag of Grippos staring at and me. You like, grab
1: that 100-calorie pack instead. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like, what the hell? Give me them damn Grippos. Exactly. I'm only going to have 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three times today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell? So, yeah. it's, it's situations where when you're trying to be more health conscious that you want have to be mentally strong enough to do it Yeah. or like, okay, something I've done and it's helped out a lot is like, all right, no empty calories. Like uh, an empty calorie is something like a soda okay. or, or juice like that. So yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna just cut out empty calories. So I really don't drink pop like that anyway, but I like juice. Mm. So who don't like juice? So I stopped drinking juice. Basically, Since the top of the year, all I've drank was water. I have a lemonade here and there or iced tea here and there something like that. But mainly it's just been water. That has helped out a lot. Uh, But, you know, when there's apple juice in the fridge staring at you (laughs) and you look at the label and look how much sugar is in there. And you think, like, all right, I drink this. It tastes good. That's a lot of sugar. It's a lot of wasted calories. Like, I just ran for two miles. I drink a glass of orange juice or apple juice. I just ran for two miles for no reason at all right so it's like those little small things that you have to do or even thinking about anything that's processed is bad for you so Mm -hmm. i was like what's the easy way to understand what's processed what ain't processed and uh, i was reading and it said anything in the bag is processed Hmm. so it's like damn so you go down the vegetable aisle (laughs) and you look at the bag vegetables Mm -hmm. you look at that cost and then you go to over the fresh aisle yeah. and then you look at the cost of that you're like damn yeah it's 99 cent for these bag of peas these frozen <laughs> bag of peas right but it's a dollar 99 per pound <laughs> for these fresh peas yeah like
1: you killing my pockets bro killing and and I, you know, I keep it real with the pie you know last year i lost ninety something pounds in 2018 I probably I probably put thirty of that back right, mm-hmm. and today I weighed myself at my mom's this morning, and I've lost ten of that, hey. so I'm back down to like three hundred three. Okay, you know, I was two eighty something on three fifteen at my peak of this year. Been working, mm-hmm. been staying busy, Yay. getting my steps in, you know, <laughs> getting moving boxes, you know, whatever I got to do. Uh, losing weight again, so I people uh, I was at a friend's house and he was we were we were actually talking about. California and how it's like, you know, you see so many like vegan juice bars, healthy options. You know, they just got healthy options yeah. on every corner. But you also see they got, you know, we might have 10, 15 parks that jump in the summertime with activity. They got a they got 40,
0: you know, they got yeah. so many
1: little parks and workout spots. You'll just be going on the street and it's just like a parking lot turn into, you know, pull-up bars. You know the dip bars, Mm -hmm. whatever, just workout spots. You'll see that all over Cali. We were just talking about like healthy food options versus like the west side of Dayton. Yeah, you know we had a we had a grocery crisis over there, and they're supposed to be bringing a uh, grocery option. They won't call it a grocery store to downtown, like a like a top of the market. You can pull up and kind of probably like a wholesale. uh, We just talked about the wholesale. The markets that we have, something like that, like a you know somewhere to go get produce and and fresh stuff. But there's a huge difference in the two. So, so we you know when you think about what what a certain community is offered versus another, and what a certain community has to put priority over health.
2: Yeah, you know it it, it leaves a big gap. So it's funny you mention that because when people from A certain part of town, we'll just say the west side of Dayton, are dealing with health issues, dealing with schooling issues. Mm -hmm. And you hear about Aunt Becky from Fuller House paying to get her kid Mm. into USC and other people that have money paying to get their kid into these Stanfords and these big time schools, these elite schools. And you have other kids who can't even get a proper public education yeah. and you paying to get your kid in these situations. Now, I've been to college. I've applied to college. I was fortunate enough to get scholarship dollars to go to college. Yeah. But it wasn't because my mom paid for it. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was because I you got good grades it. in high school. I felt out the necessary paperwork to get these things. I got the waivers that I didn't have to pay the application fees. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was the work of me. Uh, our student counselor at our high school and my mom, they be like, are right, we going to find a way to pay for this stuff? We'll yeah. get this stuff paid for as opposed to you paying for it. Like there's always options out there. Yeah. So for a person to pay X amount of dollars to skip that process, just so they can be a part of it. Yeah. I'm not even sure if the kid themselves wants to be a part of this. Yeah, I think it's one of those yeah, my daughter goes to Stanford, my daughter goes here, or my kid goes to Wake Forest. It's kind of one of those things that the elite people brag about. Yeah. And no little cocktail meetings. The country club brags. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, it's crazy.
1: It is. The 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 thing about that that sticks with me is, like, the people that take the time to work and earn those 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 opportunities and for people to be able, you know, everything is just corrupt. You know, everything is about the dollar. You know everything. You know you can make my life scratch my back. I scratch yours. Type of, type of mentalities, and it. I would love to like put a team together. Like these these be my daydreams when I hear this stuff. I want to get a team together. I want to audit all these lotteries and how much money goes to education. Mm-hmm. How much money do y'all say y'all get? How much do we really receive? Because there seems to be like everything else levels to this shit you Facts. know and if we gonna really care about something as a country and really be you know me too or whatever else is going on in our in, in our world you know I think the future of the next should be right up in you know they gotta they gotta take care of us they gotta yeah. be the ones that keep us safe they gotta be the ones that keep us protected keep us you know and well and well being and in our geriatric years so it, it's sad because people can buy it they can buy whatever they want
2: yeah and I'm not going to be naive want, enough to believe, like, this ain't been going on. Oh, this fat. has been going on for, for decades and centuries. I mean, Donald Dude, Trump. Right, exactly. <laughs> I was about to say that about, you know, um, President Bush. Yeah. You think he really was smart enough to get into Yale and Harvard and all that type of stuff? Right. No, they 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 finagle it. And, I mean, I understand that it's a situation. And what's this phrase? It ain't what you know. It's who you know. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. You can get that off, but what are are you actually teaching your kid by saying, all right, Kim, don't worry about it. I know you got a a 2.0 grade average, but we're going to get you into Stanford regardless. Mm
1: -hmm. You're teaching them that our first name, last name is better than
0: theirs.
2: Yeah, and (laughs) you already come from a background where you got a head start. Take away, take away that that you you privilege enough because you white. Yeah. Take away from that. Just yeah. talk about the dollars and cents. Let's talk about the dollars and cents fact that all right. Say there's Kim. We gonna get you into school. Don't worry about it. Mommy's got enough money to pay them off to get you in school. Mm-hmm. Say there's Kelly, who is uh doing all the right things. Who's trying to get into that school. Mm-hmm. And she can't because there's not enough spots because, Kim, you got bumped.
1: Yeah, the way they was doing that is so dirty. Like, put you on the volleyball team, we know you're not playing. Put you on the lacrosse women's team, we know you don't play lacrosse. What about this
2: girl that wants to play That was number
1: 13, didn't get to come play lacrosse. And and her whole future, now she at Waffle House.
2: Yeah, or like she, (laughs) she wanted to play at Stanford, now she playing at... Cal State Fullerton. Yeah. yeah, maybe she still got a full scholarship, but shit. But her life is going to be different. Yeah, I mean, no offense you out to Cal it. State Fullerton, but a degree from Stanford is much better than a degree from Cal State Fullerton. And, and that,
1: that whole process of the nonprofit dude kind of being the ringleader and, you know, it's just like everything else, man. Technology is moving faster than people, and we can't manage technology properly because technology – is what's exposing yeah. our
2: flaws in this country. Getting exposed. You I mean, can, you know, you think about the the, if, the prompter. They was cheating on the SAT.
1: If that school thing happened in 1988, it would take us a month to figure out the details of what happened. Right. It happened in 2019, and everybody knows about it in six minutes.
2: We gonna find you. It's crazy, and like we say, man, <laughs> there's always a paper trail, man. Yeah. Before you know
1: we mean? go, man, I want to hop on that
2: big three topic
1: too. Yeah, man. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, we gotta get our sports talk
2: in. Oh, I don't feel right without our sports know. talk. You already
1: know. Big three got four new teams and some new players.
2: And I we think run they through this cheating, list? man. I think they cheating, dog. Big three. I think they cheating, man. How? I think it's not fair because because these dudes can still play in the NBA. So they double dipping, you're saying? No, 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 not the players. I'm just saying, like, all right, go, go, go yeah. through the list of dudes. So
1: notable players added to the season. We got Gilbert Arenas. We got Greg Oden. We got Lamar Odom. We got Shannon Brown. Al Jefferson. Josh Smith and Joe Johnson. Now, Al not Jefferson. removed from the Al <laughs> Jefferson
2: was playing for the Pacers, with right? the Hornets, Hornets last season. Mm. Yeah. I'm just saying, man. I mean, I it's, guess it's, guess so, it's different because it's three-on-three. Three. It's not a full-court game. And here's here's why I'm okay with it. But this is what I would like I'm to okay see. I'm okay with it. This is what I think is going to happen in
1: the next 10 years with the big three. And you about to hear it here first. Okay. I have to use my golf analogy. Uh-oh. You know, VJ Singh can go play on the seniors tour as soon as he hit that age and still go get a bag. And then the tournaments that he's won – the, you know, places maybe where his sponsors have exemptions, he can opt in and say, you know, I want to play with the big boys this week. So I'm going to go play in the Masters since I, you know, participated in that. I'm going to go play in this tournament. And then I can go back to my league where I'm not getting, you know, five, 600-yard holes and I can't keep up with, you know, week by week. Mm. So they get the option to kind of go to both leagues. I think the big three should have a window of, like, we can draft you back to the league. Because if you in the big three performing well, yes, it's three on three. It's a totally different thing. But like you say, some of these guys just you know just thirty three and kind of ready to call it quits. They ain't all old. They ain't fair. all they ain't all forty.
2: That's fair. That's it, fair. Yeah, because I mean, shoot, if I don't know, like say uh okay, say the Hawks. Yeah, like one. Another veteran guard in the backcourt to help out with Trey Young. I could see them calling Shannon Brown. and I could see uh, Vince yeah. Carter
1: playing for the Big Three next year.
2: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's to say, like. they Especially, yeah, I definitely could see Vince because Vince yeah. is a basketball fiend.
1: Yeah, like he he seemed like this is what he wanted his life to be, and I'm going to rock it the wheels fall off, and then he fell off.
2: I, I could see Vince playing in the Big I Three remember him this th- summer.
1: I know Vince <laughs> Carter was in my childhood, and I know I watched his career. Yeah, I don't remember him being this solid. He when he on the court and shooting, and he done ran around for three minutes. He like eighty five percent buckets. He he BC still put that ball in the game, bucket, man. I remember he, him being explosive around the rim. I remember him getting course. buckets. I also remember his. I don't remember. I guess I'm used to seeing Vince in like two or three dimensions, and Vince kind of now is like, I just put it up. Just let me run the floor, run to the corner, shoot these buttons. Shoot him,
2: he still he do still does a three sixty in warm up. 42,
1: 41? Doing like a that? damn three sixty. So, like you say, these these there's guys out there that can do both.
2: I can see Vince playing isn't in the, the big three this year, and signing another contract with the Hawks, like yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm here to hoop, bro.
1: What's the guy on the Lakers? G League, D whatever it's called now, Ingram, like Brandon Ingram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, an older guy. I think he just got signed. Andre Ingram. his name. Yeah, I think he just either about to get signed back to the Lakers, or he been like 11 years in the
2: G League. Getting it. <laughs> Casla to hoop. You know yeah. what? You're right. I'm I'm hating. I'm hating. <laughs> I'm hating. You, I'm I'm just hating, man. So we're well, gonna we, we're gonna see what uh.
1: What's this league going to be? You think Kobe ever going to play?
2: Never. Never? Never. 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 Kobe too rich. Exactly. I think Kobe would show love. Kobe would come out and be out there, go to the games. Like, I think the thing about elite of the elite players, I don't think they want to go out there. And another thing for for Kobe, come on. No edits. <laughs> What's up? No edit. We ain't adding none of this out. What's up? This is raw. Uh oh. All right. Well, <laughs> another edition of You Can't Make This Up podcast, Cav DJ
1: Killer Cat. We we'll see y'all next week. Izzy, podcast dating. We're going to be there. Facts.
0: Yeah.